Hey friend, welcome to today's episode of the SOS Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer McDaniel, and today I wanted to share with you this amazing book that I got for my son. It is Three Minute Devotional for Boys, or Three Minute Devotions for Boys, and it is so cute. I sat down with him this morning while we were um, waiting for the car to defrost and read three of them with him this morning, first thing, and he loved it so much that he picked it up and started walking around with it. And he's packed it up to take to school with him. He said he really liked it. It has a little prayer with it. And he wanted to read that every day. He wanted to um, make that a part of his daily devotions. That was just so unexpected for me that he was going to be that into it and that he would want to take that on himself as his responsibility. So some of the ones that we read today were about video games and keeping our minds, um, whatever is good, whatever is just, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure. It's Philippians 4, 8 is the scripture from that one. And if we're playing video games that make our minds think about things that are not good, not lovely, not of a good report, then maybe we need to not be playing those video games that make us think things like that. And this is stuff that I have told my children forever. Um, If your video game is making you feel angry, it's not something you need to be playing. You need to do something different, Um, especially if it makes you fuss and fight with your siblings or turning it off. That is not something that is bringing good things into your life. So um, having that scripture and then a prayer to go with it on top of that was just so beautiful. One of the things that I've tried really hard to do with my family is when we are dealing with stuff or when we are, just make it a simple conversation. Keep it short and sweet. So those three minute devotions are fantastic. Um, I love when I have conversations with my children that I'm able to bring up a scripture that is relating to what we're talking about or the, the problem or the, the, um, preferred (laughs) outcome. So having that conversation with him and just letting him be able to hear and see what it is that would be preferred in the time, you know, in the moment where he should be able to think about these good things. And if he's not able to think about good things, what does he need to do differently? Is it his thoughts? Is it, um, what he's currently playing with? Is it, um, that he just needs to, um, take a minute and get out of the room and think about things differently? what is it? And the same thing relates to me. Um, when I'm looking at things online that are not good, that make me not think about good things. I have a hard time. Like my husband gets so frustrated with me. He is such a writer. He just has such a heart for that sort of thing and writing and, um, creative things like that. And anything that makes me like, I will start watching movies or shows with him. And then I'll just be like, no, I'm done. I can't keep watching this. I'm done with it. (laughs) He gets so frustrated. Um, trying to find, he's like, we can never find a good show that you want to watch. And it's because they make me think about things that aren't good. And then I don't stop thinking about it. Like I just dwell on that 
thought or that I, I just get to invest, I invest my emotions too much for the characters. And I just think about them and have empathy for their terrible situation for like, I just feel heavy after watching something that just is full of negative and, or just bad situations or what was it? Um, something like meet the Falkers was a TV show or mo it was a movie. It was a movie and he loves it. And I feel like every, I just can't even watch it. Or there's a Christmas movie, the Christmas story where that boy just gets teased and picked on and it's just negative, 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 negative. And it just feels so heavy to me. I don't enjoy that one. That's not a cheerful Christmas movie to me. That's not one I want to watch. It's depressing. I don't want to watch that. So like things like that. I want us to be really careful. I have to be really careful and I want to warn you and just encourage you to be really careful about the things that you're watching, the things you're listening to. What is it making you think about? Are you having good thoughts? Are you having, like, are you listening to people in your life who are having a difficult time in their relationships and it's making you question things in your relationship that you didn't previously have questions about? what are you thinking about? Are you looking for the bad stuff in your relationship or are you looking for the good stuff? Because you're going to find whatever it is you're looking for. <laughs> you will find it. So I'm challenging you to look for the good stuff. Think about things that are good. Memorize that scripture of Philippians 4, 8. I need to. That's what I'm going to work on this week is memorizing that scripture. I had it memorized years ago, but I have since forgotten it. Um, over the years. I have the gist of it. I have a good part of it, but I do not have it memorized so that I can just come up with it and say it like I used to. So I'm going to challenge you to memorize that scripture so that we can remember to think on good things and to look for the good in others, to look for the good in each situation. And so many times when we are looking for the things that are good, we can brighten the life of those around us. Like it, we can brighten someone else's thoughts. We can brighten their day and just change the, change the outcome for everyone. When we do that, not just ourselves, it really does make a difference. What are you looking for in your day, in your life, in your home? Are you looking for the good? If not, you need to start. That's where we need to focus. Look for the good in your relationship, in the people around you, in your job, in your home, in each room, in your car, whatever it is, whatever your challenge is, start looking for the good things. I am having, I'm literally in the car right now, heading back to the shop for like the sixth time in a month. I am so frustrated with it, but... <laughs> I have a part, so the part that I have to go, my defrost blower, the air conditioner or whatever, the, the blower part um, that blows the warm or cool air in my car up front, um, I just had it replaced a couple weeks ago and it stopped working this morning. So I was literally wiping the windows with a towel, I had to scrape the frost off and wipe the windows with a towel while I was driving. I was just using my hand to wipe it so that I could see out the window while I was driving this morning to take my children to school. That's not safe. Like I had the car going for 10 minutes and it still did nothing because the blower wasn't working. I had the rear heat on because I have a huge SUV, so it has two, <laughs> two of them. The rear one still works, but it did not cool off. It did not warm up that front window enough to defrost it. 
and I was feeling a little frustrated with it um, and disappointed and just kind of annoyed just like man why does this keep happening and then I remembered my son's best friend his family they wrecked one car and the very next day the their other vehicle uh, stopped working it just didn't crank it just stopped cranking up it never started and so they took it to the shop and that was like a month ago three weeks ago at least and it still isn't working they took it they had it repaired drove it seven times to and from school that was it and then it stopped working again and they're just like they're borrowing a, a vehicle to get to and from work and taking the kids to school like that is that's way worse than my situation and so look at the blessings. I still have this beautiful safe vehicle that keeps me safe. I can fit my whole family in it. It still drives wonderfully and I have everything that I need. That was a huge inconvenience, but the part should be under warranty and should be an easy replacement. So I'm headed to get that taken care of today, which is a huge disappointment. But when you look for the good part of it, I get to visit with my grandparents and my parents again today because I'm headed over that way and it's just one of those things. Look for the good in the situation. What is the good that can come out of the situation? Um, and right now I'm looking for the good and I'm finding the good and I was, instead of being frustrated and annoyed and angry, I found something good to look forward to. God has a plan. I was praying before I even started my journey this way and he has a plan. We just have to figure out what it is. And I ask him, what do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to bless today? How can I be a blessing in someone's life today? What can I do today to make a difference for someone? And when I start thinking about that, I'm not thinking about my problems anymore. I'm not thinking about the things that are frustrating me and making me feel stressed out or annoyed or disappointed. I'm thinking about others. I'm thinking about good things. And that's something that we all have to work on, all of us. We all get stuck in our own problems and our own situation. And we really do have to check ourselves like when we start thinking negative things or feeling frustrated about something start looking for something good in the situation to change your perspective to see things through God's eyes what does he see in that person who's having a meltdown your toddler who's having their 57th tantrum of the morning about everything and your children who are non-stop drama from the time they come in the door for school until after bedtime right then what is their problem? Maybe they were so good at school and they just used all their energy to be so good in school and to do the things to make the teacher's day easier because other children couldn't do that. Maybe other children, they say that children uh, misbehave for the one they feel the safest with, right? That's a lot of times us mamas, but sometimes it's the teacher. The teacher is the one they feel the safest with, the least likely to cause them harm um, or to be cruel to them. That's just the, the reality of some people's lives. And so when we have that in a child, they may have tantrums all day at school and just be really upset and be really difficult at school because their home life is so stressful or so difficult. Or maybe they have family members that are going through stuff 
or sick parents or um, addicted parents, who knows, or abusive parents. Like, we don't know what other people are going through, and especially our sweet children. And what are they around all day at school? What are the emotions that they're having to, to be around all day at school? It can be really hard on them, and it can be something that they they were so strong all day at school they put so much energy into being well behaved and into being kind and loving and respectful to everyone at school and then they come home and they just can't be told to do anything else I know my six-year-old's been really struggling this year to be told to do anything when she comes home from school she just needs a break from being under someone else's direction. She needs to be free to be her own self and do what she wants to do instead of what someone else wants her to do. And that's been really difficult for me because she comes in and she throws her stuff on the floor and then she gets stressed out when I ask her to put it away. Like literally do not throw your backpack and your coat on the floor in front of the door. I can't even get in the house without stepping over your stuff. So that for her it just feels really stressful for her to take care of her things and it shouldn't be. So we have to figure out what's going on with these things and um, what we can do as parents to look for the good, to help them to make it a better situation and to make it something that they can, can handle and that we look to see where the problems are, what's going on, what's what can we do to help them or to bless them and and to make life easier for them when we're looking that way maybe my daughter just needs a little bit of time to cuddle and have a snack after school maybe she just really cannot handle being told what to do so maybe I need to save that for after dinner and we should just all of her clean up after dinner once she's had a couple of hours to really unwind and to um calm down and be, you know, free and relaxed. Maybe that's what we need to do. So I've tried that and that seems to work a lot better. She's much happier. Uh, The other thing that I'm noticing is the more compliments she gets on something that she does right. Last night at bedtime, she came out of the bathroom from brushing her teeth and I said, oh, and she shut the door and said, oh, you forgot something really important. Do you want to turn around and see if you can remember what it is or do you need me to tell you? She goes, I forgot to turn out the light. And she smiled really big. I said, oh, you're so smart. You got it. That's exactly what it is. And she had already turned it off before I had finished saying it. And then she goes in her room and walks past the light switch. And she already had her lamp on and her Christmas tree on. And I said, oh, you forgot something else. Come back. Do you remember what it is? She's like, nope. So I had to tell her about the bedroom light, turn off the top light, you know, the ceiling light, and just use the, the lower lights for... <laughs> for bedtime and she smiled so big she was so it's like you're so smart you're just being complimentary and just making it a positive instead of a negative for her and that made a big difference and it's the same way for my from all of my kids and honestly for me too if someone's going to be kind and positive to me I'm much more likely to respond well and want to do more to make them happy to help them and that's something that we all have to think about And to really try hard with, especially when we have children who are coming in from school and they've been around who knows what at school all day 
and they come in and they just need you to to love them and be patient with them and just treat them with kindness so that's what i want to encourage you to do look for the good take a few minutes to say what you need to say to our children if if we need to correct them or redirect them do it in a positive way and look for the good in everything that we do find a way to be a blessing and a light to someone today all right i hope you have a great day i'll talk to you soon bye hey friend thanks for listening to this episode of the sos mom show i hope that you have been inspired and feel less overwhelmed and able to take on your projects at home after listening to this show. If you want more of the behind the scenes and to connect with me, you can find me in the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show, that's in Facebook groups, or email me at hello at the SOSmom.com. I will be there waiting to answer your questions and to help you simplify, organize, and style your home and your life. I am praying for you. I hope you have a blessed day. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?